assign blame here? Where do we assign oh, blame? Right to me. Right to you? Yep. I got this queued up and ready to go, and I'm going to make sure I get it. So can you take it out briefly? Okay, I'll back up. That's now put it back said. in. Cert authority far beyond that <laughs> envisioned by our founding fathers. This is what I want you to hear right here from Dick Durbin. There are many people who are watching carefully. I'm going to make a suggestion to you today, and it won't be popular on the other side of the aisle. Uh-oh, pull down your pants. If you believe that your public record is one that you can stand behind and defend, I hope that at the end of this, you will ask this committee to suspend until we are given all the documents, until we have the time to review them. And then we resume this hearing. What I'm saying to you is basically this. If you will trust the American people, they will trust you. But if your effort today continues to conceal and hide documents, it raises a suspicion. I'll close, Mr. Chairman. I know you're... Conceal and hide documents. That's going to be the clip of the day, I'll bet. Because it's a challenge, and it's a challenge you can't or won't meet. And uh, so there you get to lay it out there. <sighs> hmm? Concealing and hiding. Blah. We don't even know anything about this man other than the twice as much paperwork as anybody's ever had. And there's thousands of pages of judicial decisions. And and the Republicans demanded all sorts of Elena Kagan documents that they didn't get from Obama. And then the Republicans So explain endured. this to me so I can uh, be fair and knowledgeable. Cava knowledge is what I'm looking for. Right. Here. So you don't get Kavanauseated. So they, the Democrats are, tr- just like the Republicans did with, on the other side, they did it them, that this is a game everybody plays. Mm-hmm. But it's what the Democrats are trying to do now is trying to make it seem like they're holding back documents that would show he's a secret anti-abortion Klansman. Cat rapist, God knows what else. And that's why we want the documents. And so, what, member of the alt right, and what they're saying is, no, these documents are stuff that you don't get to look at because they're part of uh, executive, executive. Yeah, they're claiming executive privilege. Executive privilege. It's uh, private stuff with the president, so mm-hmm. those aren't available to you. Right. Right. Okay. And you know, there's also been at least some whining about producing obscure, meaningless memos from a dozen years ago, having to do with. You know, uh, somebody's parking in my parking space, you know, stuff like that from the White House. So, yeah. And and it's it's a it's great. It's one of those um, issues you want to have. You don't want to solve unless you can find a secret document that uh, some sort of smoking gun that he is uh, a dangerous lunatic that was not disclosed in the, you know, millions of other pages of documents that were released. So. Do you have I, a, and it's a dodge. Both sides do it. Do you have a fur real munchin Rex? Say again. Do you have a fur real munchin Rex? I'm quite certain I do not. It's going to be the Unless hottest. It's living inside me, and it'll have to be cut out soon. It's going to be the hottest toy of the Christmas season. It's September, Dear. but they've already put out the list of uh, toys they predict will be red hot for the 2018 holiday season. It's barely even September. But already sold out, the Fur Real Munchin' Rex. I don't know what it does, but I need to have one for my kids because my kids are special. And they need to have the toy. A Rex, I'm guessing a reference to the Tyrannosaurus? Is it dinosaur-related? This plush figure responds with more than 35 sound and motion combinations. I'm sorry, did you say less than 35? <laughs> more than. <laughs> wow. When kids wave at it or feed it, yes, it does something or other. Also, the Lego Harry Potter Hogwarts Great Hall Building Kit. Ooh, only $100. I saw that. 
When I was in that Lego store, I sent you the picture of. Yeah, they actually had that at Target the other day, so that's mm. plenty available. Hundred dollars, Legos. We we got Yikes. we got Henry a Lego set. We promised him one that he's really been wanting to try to get him to the hospital and do the stuff on Friday. Oh my God, putting a kid under is an unpleasant experience. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh geez. Well, yeah, if they're fighting it and they hate it and they yeah, don't want to do it, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, just yeah. at some point if they don't want to do it. I remember this from being a kid myself. There's no getting around the the awful to see and traumatic to have done to you, as I've had it done to me, held down by adults thing. Yeah. You're being held down, and you're scared to freaking death. I remember it as a kid. I still remember it vividly, mm-hmm. being done to me, and Ugh. we did it to Henry. It's like something out of a horror movie. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I, I remember that, having to hold kids' arms down for various procedures, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not pleasant. Now I do it with my dog. We gave him the gas first because they had to give him the IV to get the, the brain scan. But they had to hold him down for the gas. And he was oh, really man. fighting it and getting the mask off and biting it and, and everything. So we were all holding him down. But anyway, then he was under for four hours or something like that. Um, We went to the coffee shop and got something to eat and came back. Um, But uh, so they scanned his brain, did all that sort of stuff and we'll figure out what it was. Anyway, it was hard to explain to a kid when he came out of it that you were asleep for four hours because he doesn't believe it. Yeah, can't, I, can't possibly be true. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. well, last time they put me down, uh, you know, I, I had the similar experience. Felt like it was 30 seconds later. Yeah. It's weird. Freaky. It is weird. It is. Yeah. It freaks you out. Um, but anyway, to, to get him to, to go along at all, we promised him a big Lego set. And Jesus, the one he wanted was 60 freaking dollars. And that's not even a high-priced Lego set. Oh, no. You were telling me the other day. That's a middle-of-the-road Lego set. Yeah. <laughs> um, this would this Harry... got sets these days that are worth, like, uh, what my first car was worth. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah. But this uh, Lego Harry Potter one that's going to sell out, they think, is 100 bucks. Lego, interesting article I saw over the weekend, uh, made in Sweden or wherever. I didn't realize that. Didn't know it was a foreign. What? If I'd have known it was a foreign country, we wouldn't. We, company, we wouldn't even have a Lego in our home. Oh and they're trying to worm their way into our country through our children. I'm not trying to make Sweden great again. Right. See nothing but Lincoln logs in this house. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. The great emancipator. They're good enough for him. They're good enough for you, son. Now sit there and play with them. They came out 50 years ago, Legos, and they've used exactly the same formula for the plastic for 50 years, a petroleum-based plastic. Oh, well, Lord. the environmentalists are really hating that because Legos will will be here forever. Le- the current Legos, the way they've been built, and that the factory that is eight football fields long makes like 100 million Legos an hour wow. of all different sizes. Right. They made a profit of a billion and a half dollars last year. Their profit was a billion and a half dollars. Oh, man. It's bigger than Mattel. It's bigger, bigger than all these other kids' companies that we know of in America combined. Legos. It's enormous. Mm. But anyway, there are so many Legos on planet Earth, and they're, they, they will not biodegrade ever. So after all humans are gone and everything has happened, either from nuclear war or an asteroid or something, some days aliens will come to visit our planet. The only thing left will be Legos, and they'll think these these creatures who must have been tiny <laughs> built all their homes and cars from these building blocks. Right. And or when the dinosaurs take over again, they'll step on Legos and... <laughs> Exactly. Um, With their giant reptile feet. Aliens will think, look at this house that they built. It's only this tall. They must have been roughly an inch tall. And they (laughs) built effigies of themselves with weirdly round little heads. (laughs) 
and facial expressions. Yeah, I was. Um, but uh, but they're trying to get away from the petroleum-based plastic product. But they're well, can really you melt it down and, and run your car on it. They're really struggling because they it's such a profitable giant company, and they're and they they fear, and they're probably right. If it's just not even quite the same for a kid like my son, they're not going to like it. You don't mm. want you don't want kids rejecting it. Just not nope, different. Don't want it. Right. So they're trying to come up with something that is environmentally friendly, but exactly the same. Shiny and smooth and rock hard. Yeah. They got to be that way. Practically indestructible. Right. Yeah, it's like when your parents bought you Legos or something. Yeah. Well, it wasn't told, quite I've, the same. I've you know? told Henry many times I didn't have real Legos. I had Legos or whatever they were, and they didn't quite fit together. They didn't hold together. Yeah. But they were a lot cheaper. I can understand not buying Legos. They're freaking expensive. Well, when I was a kid, you got a box of Legos. You had to use your imagination and yep. build something. True that. That's true. And this is better now. You had squares and rectangles. <laughs> I wish I was a kid now. <laughs> hey, look, this is a really tall tower I built. <laughs> Square tower. Yeah, it is better now. Occasionally, you had a talented buddy. You'd craft a realistic-looking car or something like that. You'd think, how'd he do that? Because he was better than you. And that's what Legos used to be. Oh, compared to Garmadon's mech, which Henry built on Friday, that is absolutely amazing. Did you just ma- make up those words? <laughs> Sound like that thing I got growing inside me you're talking about? Oh, we got to catch you up from a couple of days off now that we're into serious season, serious September, I'm calling it. Oh, boy. Now the Labor Day's over. The continual humiliation of Jeff Sessions, one possible topic. Oh, my God. How dare you? You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The secret of her greatness was she took this massive talent and this perfect culture that raised her and decided to be the composer of her own life song. <laughs> what a song it turned out to be. I've always been repulsed by Bill Clinton. I just have been. I just always have been. The Clintons have always repulsed me. Anyway, that wasn't my point. Uh, the reason I wanted to play that is the internet blew up claiming, did this happen or not, maybe, that Bill Clinton stared at Ariana Grande's ass. What? At the funeral, when she got up on stage, a young, attractive, I don't know how smart she is, she's marrying Pete Davidson. Seems like a nice enough guy, but they've known each other for two weeks. I'm not really up on this. (laughs) As she walked across the stage, Bill Clinton stared at her hind end. And uh, so, either he did or he didn't. The still pictures that have been floating around the internet do not do Bill any favors. Right, He's, right. He is practically frothing at the mouth. Oh, no. I'm yes. so sorry to hear that. Yes. Well, he has yes. a certain reputation as a certain sort of person. I'm sure he gets his Viagra for free, too. Straight from the corporation. So, listen, I you know I followed barely the, the big funerals. The McCain funeral, which was controversial. Don't even start. And the Aretha Lord. funeral, which was controversial. Hey, Sean, give me a little of Aretha funeral number two, would you? No one can deny that black America, there is truly a need in our race. As I look back in retrospect, allow my mind to take a stroll back down memory's lane. 
There was a time when we as a race had a thriving economy. Yes, we were rewarded with integration. We got what we fought for. We got what we marched for. But with the birth of integration, there also came the loss of not only the black community's economy, but there also came the loss of the black man's soul. All right. So anyway, uh, apparently he did what your big activist black preachers generally do if you hire them to, to speak at a funeral. They went into their thing. He did his thing. He did his screed. He did his political message. He did his black-on-black crime thing. And Is he the guy that had to apologize for saying Ariana Grande sounds like something you'd get at Taco Bell? I don't... I missed that part. That's yeah. kind some of... Preacher, a, some think, preacher had to apologize I think for that. that was a different preacher right. that was there. But. but I remember that from... Perfectly um, okay joke. I don't know that I'd make it at a funeral. Of course, she shouldn't be stirring in her ass either, Mr. President. I remember that uh, the gent from Sacramento who was uh, shot by police and died at his funeral. There was some activist type. Oh, Al Sharpton. And then some other guy tried to take it over, and it had to be wrestled away from the microphone by family members. I'm telling you, don't hire like political activists for a funeral. Talk about how much you love the person and how much you're going to miss them, or it's going to go squirrely on you, guaranteed. Can I hear Aretha number four? I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. I, I hugged all the all the female artists and, and the male artists, everybody that was up. I shook their hands and hugged them, and uh, that's what we're all about in the church, about love. And again, maybe I crossed the border, or maybe I was too friendly or familiar, but uh, again, I apologize. So that's another one of the high-profile speakers, who evidently somebody thought groped Ariana Grande? Yeah, he touched her at all. I didn't, that's whatever. What the hell? You know, when I go, I hope you all get together and, you know, get your drink on if that's the way you swing or whatever. And there's not a lot of controversy. Do you want the latest pop star to be at your funeral no. for some reason? No. I don't want I don't want any pop stars. To, I don't want any activist preachers hitting their greatest hits. No, thank you. It's a mistake. Speaking of Ariana Grande, I was reminded yesterday watching one of your shows. She's the one that was on stage in London when there was a terrorist attack. Oh, right. It was her show. 22 people died in that. I'd forgotten yeah. it was that big. Yeah. That's a significant terrorist attack. Oh, that's horrible. 22 dead well, if you're, when she was on stage. If you're the one person killed, one person's Well, sure. Significant. But, uh, I think there's a little insensitive. The fact that it just you. doesn't even really... That was a controversial statement. The fact that that doesn't stick out of my mind shows <sighs> me how numb I am to large numbers, I guess. Yeah, that's mass a big shootings number. in general. That's yeah, that would be the big one, if not for all the other big ones. Yeah, troubling, troubling. That's what we're here to do. Trouble you. <laughs> so you know, I'm trying to find these uh, Jeff Sessions uh, tweets, the anti Jeff Sessions uh, thing that everybody was yelling about over the weekend. As listen, I know you don't want to talk about this, but. The president's desire to and capacity for humiliating Jeff Sessions apparently knows no bounds. Does anybody have a decent guess? Have you heard anybody with a decent guess as to why this is working the way it's working? If he dislikes Jeff Sessions so much, why has he not fired him? Why didn't he fire him a long time ago? Like today would be maybe troublesome because the elections are getting so close. But 
why does he hang on to a guy he clearly hates? I think General and Kelly she- and others have said, we're out. And and congressional leaders, Senate leaders have said, you do that, we're done with okay, you. Okay, so why is Jeff Sessions not resigned? The guy hates me. I'm tired of being hated. I'm out of here. You know, I, I don't know. Did we read today's text? Yeah, I guess we did earlier, where he says, nice job, Jeff. Yeah, what? well, that's what? the one I was trying to find, but he tweets like 50 times a day, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, he's griping that there are two Republican congressmen in safe districts that are now getting uh, Duncan investigated. Hunter being one of them. Yeah, and the, the guy from New York, the insider training guy. They both look guilty to me. Uh, well, there's a, a, a leap to judgment. Uh, but anyway, he's, he's griping that they have ongoing... Uh, Let's see. Two long-running Obama-era investigations of two very popular Republican congressmen were brought to a well-publicized charge just ahead of the midterms by the Jeff Sessions Justice Department. Two easy wins, now in doubt, because there's not enough time. Good job, Jeff. Well, his point point is these investigations started when Obama was still president. How about if you're going to wrap them up, you don't do it right before the election when there's no time to deal with it? Mm -hmm. But the Justice Department is not supposed to time investigations to elections. Except that there's like a 60-day rule. I heard mentioned briefly today. How does that work? I don't know. You're not supposed to bring charges within 60 days of an election. You drop because your it's... gum on the carpet, you pick it up within 60 days, and it's okay to eat? <laughs> it's like the five-second rule, but longer. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't... Uh, apparently, because that would be too easy to mess with politics, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. I doubt Jeff Sessions is intentionally torpedoing Republican congressmen. I'm Jeff Sessions. <laughs> all How I, dare you? All I see is Kate McKinnon from oh, Saturday God. Night Live. With her creepy golem-like Jeff Sessions <laughs> impression. He needs to be on more TV, TV more so that I don't see her when I think of Jeff Sessions. And then in a truly fresh reset everybody wanted, he takes another run at James Comey. The Democrats, none of whom voted for Jeff Sessions, must love him now. Same thing with lion James Comey. The Dems all hated him, wanted him out, thought he was disgusting. Until I fired him! Immediately he became a wonderful man, a saint-like figure, in fact. Really sick. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I, I know. What I know. I'm hoping for for this fall, really hoping for, is Mueller to make the big announcement. Friday, 2 o'clock, I'm stepping in front of a microphone, releasing the thing. Let's all, let's just, all whatever it is, let's find out what it is. Let's go on with our lives. And I'll release a report then have Elon Musk fly me to Mars. Because I'm as sick of this as all yeah. <laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, senators agree they've never experienced a Supreme Court confirmation hearing like this morning's. And there are now two, two companies worth a trillion dollars each. We got a report on the new suburban scourge. Wait till you hear what it is. Coming up. Yeah, the Senate hearing is not like anything we've had before, but all this isn't Trump's fault. I mean, Trump is part of it and exacerbates it, obviously, but we're headed this direction before Trump. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. How dare you? Oh, shut up! Yeah, I'm looking at Trump's tweets. There's a couple of interesting ones in there. He mentions that, that New York Times story that the FBI was trying to flip oligarchs and helping their investigation maybe against Trump, which is uh, which is pretty interesting. And I'm sure Mueller, or I hope Mueller's involved in that somehow. 
Also, uh, Trump with a, a threat to Russians and Iranians yeah. around Syria that really sounds like a red line in terms of don't do this or else. Mm. And, uh, Uh-oh. Yeah. We know how red lines can go. Oh, yep. speaking of speaking of which, the the Woodward book is coming out. The big uh, inside the Trump administration right. book, and I guess they, he tells one story that Trump says in a meeting, uh, assassinate uh, Assad, and walked out. And was it Mattis who turned and said, "No, don't do that." Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a different sort of administration. Well, was no Trump, doubt. Trump was just like shooting his mouth off, exaggerating when he said that. I don't that, know. Or? I didn't read it. I Are just you, heard it characterized. But and that's see, that's the problem. You'd have to be in the room to understand what he meant, really. I, I have a great respect for uh, Bob Woodward, but the whole multiple inside sources close to blah 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 say blah blah blah. I've seen that over and over again in the New York Times, the Washington Post, and it turns out not to be true. So I just, I, I really have no idea what I can believe. Mm, I can't wait till the book comes out. I'll read it, though. I always love the Woodward You'll believe books. every word, won't you? <laughs> Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, senators pretty much all agree today's opening hearings and the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court are unlike any they have ever experienced before. First off, you had Republican Chuck Grassley's opening statement interrupted by Democrat Kamala Harris. I welcome everyone to this confirmation hearing on the nomination of Mr. Judge- Chairman. Brett Kavanaugh, Mr. Chairman, to serve as Associate Justice. Mr. Chairman, I'd like Supreme to be recognized for United a question States. before we proceed. Yeah, wait a minute. What is that all about? You yeah. think, if you don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. that that's an R versus D move right there, but it's not. That's a D versus D. That is the beginning of some very exciting intra-party violence we're going to see. And uh, she's uh, frantically trying to get a nose in front of Cory Booker. And Cory yeah. Booker, just yeah. like 30 seconds later, jumped in, yep. unhappy that he wasn't the first person to be part of the resistance. So, yeah, that's going to be quite the battle. Well, and if we can't even have the chairman say, welcome, everybody, this is a hearing about... The- <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I protested. <laughs> Come on. Come on, everybody. Let's act like adults here. Grass- that, that's passe, man. Grass. You got to screech and cry and and, and 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 march and yell about everything and claim as a hate speech. Please act Gra- like an adult. Grassley accusing Democrats of trying to take over the hearings with mob rule, even as protesters keep interrupting the procedures. I would, uh, I would respond. I would, I would respond to uh, the uh, issues brought up by Senator Durbin about confidential documents. Protesters taken out of the hearings all morning long. Shouting something or other. Yes. Something, the mob rule statement, is something that the uh, Democratic Senator Dick Durbin referred to during his opening statement. What we've heard is the noise of democracy. This is what happens in a free country when people can stand up and speak. And not be jailed, imprisoned, tortured, killed because of it. (laughs) It is not mob rule. Shut up! You have to be able to hold meetings and have discussions without people screaming and yelling. You just this is have not to. mob rule. This is the sound of democracy. No, you're having a hearing. Counterpoint: We don't need meetings. Let's stop having them. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now there's a progressive policy I can get behind. <laughs> Amazon has become the second company to reach a trillion dollars in market value. Apple, of course, became the first company to hit that trillion dollar mark last month. Stock gained 2%. Hit the magic number of over $2,000 a share this morning. Here's something that happened to me with Amazon over yep. the weekend. So the longest uh, river in South America, you know that? 
I Amazon. Need, I needed a new pair of headphones for something. I wanted them right away. I go on Amazon. I have them by the end of the day without mm. leaving my house. Mm. That's freaking unbelievable. Mm. And I had like a hundred I could choose from. Is it the longest river in the world or is that the Nile? Nobody's sure. How does anybody ever compete against that? Against the, I just thought of something I want, and it's right. delivered to my home in a couple of hours. That's uh, that's pretty good stuff. Pretty yeah. aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, uncontrollable pest of modern suburban living is now the unmanned drone. They are apparently swarming neighborhoods. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> the un- I live in a neighborhood. I've seen a couple. The unmanned flying objects. Swarming the neighborhoods yes. might be an overstatement, as I've seen a couple. Here's the here's the text number. 415-295-KFTC is your neighborhood being swarmed. 415-295-KFTC. Please respond quickly so we can yell at Marshall in a timely fashion. Let us know immediately. Yeah, this report comes out of Oakland, California. The unmanned flying objects are particularly attracted to various neighborhoods in Oakland. Real estate agencies are sending them out to take airborne images of homes for sale. You got grown-ups using recreational drones and kids using app-controlled toy versions, all buzzing about. If you hear an unidentified buzzing object in your Shoot neighborhood... It down. There, you can't you can't do that. Is that the ruling, the court ruling that came out? I think Sean handed that yeah. to me. The courts have ruled you cannot shoot down your neighbor's drone. What if it's uh, spying on me sunbathing? Uh, you got to get an injunction or something. Oh, what you do? I got to get a shot. You got to get your net. What you do is report them to the FAA. Their use is oh, regulated sure. by the feds. Report them to the FAA. <laughs> Well, there you have your problem. There you have your solution. Well, the shooting it is probably about firing a gun, yeah, etc. What if I what if I do knock it down with a stick, a slingshot, slingshot? Yeah, an if American it's, classic. If it's on my property, am I allowed to beat the hell out of their thousand dollar drone because they're trying to get pictures of me in my underwear? And I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be hot on the internet. <laughs> All right. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Squawky is not a drone. Ooh, actually, oh, he's a little turned down his volume. <laughs> so now the Nile is the longest river in the world. 4,132 miles. The right. Amazon only 4,000 miles. But the Amazon is undoubtedly the largest river in the world by discharge volume of water. Well, right. It's all about the discharge. Where's the Mississippi rank? Low. Length, not... Uh, Excuse me, river. Fourth, I believe? Yeah, fourth. Fourth biggest river in the world. There you go. There you go. Old man (laughs) river. The old miss, the old man. Ah, Big money. (laughs) So the petering out is coming up next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if you guys talked about this on Thursday when I wasn't here, but a new record for STDs in the United States. Wow. Um, USA! USA! We are making America great again. Almost 2.3 million cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. More than 200,000 over the record set the previous year. Wow. If you can dream it, you can do it. Record breakers. How are there 200,000 more cases than the previous record-setting year 
a year earlier. What is going on? I would like to uh, read slash hear a serious analysis of that. I don't think sexual mores have changed. The kids are having less sex. Not that Drinking much. less, too. Well, then things don't change like in a year. I mean, the, the things don't change that fast. Well, 200,000, I don't have a sense of, is that uh, like a 1% growth or 10%? Well, 2.3 million okay. was 200,000 more than 2016. So when it was about 2 million. Oh, um, yeah. So it'd be a 15 roughly one to 12. But regardless, why all of a sudden now... Horishness. This says some belief that AIDS isn't as big a deal because of, or HIV is not as big a deal. I don't know. Maybe. It, yeah, I remember during the HIV craze that people were very, very interested in making sure that the the sex was safe. Um, I could huh. see that kind of lagging. I don't think the drips any walk in the park. <laughs> no, indeed, but it won't kill you generally. Of course, mm-hmm. neither will HIV at this point. Thank God. So, anyway. Um, so, uh, Trump uh, blasted NBC in a tweet today. I'll mention why. Um, this made the rounds over the weekend. NBC absolutely tried to kill Ronan Farrow's story about Harvey Weinstein. And when now not they tried say- to, they did. They kept it out of there until he finally went to New Yorkers. Is that who he yep. went to? Spiked it. And, um,. They say what? They did, well, he NBC didn't have it nailed a, down he, No, only they say he didn't have anyone willing to go on the record with their name. And they weren't going to let the story loose unless somebody would say, I'm you know, Joe Getty, and I'm telling you, Harvey Weinstein touched my crank. Um, and and they he? say, he may have. Um, and uh, Ron Farrow is saying, no, that's not true at all. That's not why they killed it. Who would you they believe? They killed it because they're big chickens. Who would you believe? I can't, Ronan Farrow or NBC? I can't imagine why Ronan Farrow would make something up no. about NBC at this point. No. You can come up with a lot of reasons why NBC would make up the story that they're telling. I find it as because effortless to believe that as slipping into a warm pool. Right, because it's a pretty devastating thing to be accused of. R- Ronan's stance is that the story that ran in The New Yorker was the one that was presented yeah, to and, NBC. And he's been saying that from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Look, this is the same story, and and NBC didn't want to run it. They just don't want to be known as people that were willing to cover for a rapist. Yeah. Because he is powerful. Well, as uh, you know, one of my favorite lines of any movie from uh, The Usual Suspects, uh, you know, he's talking about shooting the devil in the back. What if you miss? Nobody wanted to shoot the devil in the back. Harvey Weinstein. It took enormous chutzpah to go up against the guy. You forget he was a, he he kicked eight hundred pound gorillas in the balls. He was a fourteen hundred pound gorilla, and NBC was terrified of him. He hired it's as simple as that. He hired like Israeli black ops teams to do yeah. invest like to, create, to ruin you to create shell corporations to make you think that you had allies in industries that you did not. Yeah, good right. one. Good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm glad you brought that up. So uh, the president trumped. Uh, he trumped. <laughs> he tweeted NBC fake news, which is under intense scrutiny over the killing. The Harvey Weinstein story is now fumbling around making excuses for their probably highly unethical conduct. I have long criticized NBC and their journalistic standards, worse than even CNN. Look at their license. 
All right. That last line is yeah, quit to, the, the, out of bounds. They, they, you don't have a license, number <laughs> one. I mean, individual stations might and the rest of it, but you can't yank it because you don't like their Harvey Weinstein coverage. That's just silly. Well, and the president threatening to shut down various news organizations really should end. Right. Right. Um, well, and yeah, listen, as a First Amendment freak, I should be completely uh, horrified and offended by that, but I don't take it seriously at all. Well, he had a, it's going about as far as my NBA career. Well, but nowhere, the, the Nash, which, which is really not good either. The National Enquirer isn't, nor does it claim to be, you know, the s- sort of news outlet that NBC is, but he had friends at the National Enquirer who would sit on stories that... It would embarrass him. Mm-hmm. NBC sat on a story that would embarrass one of their friends or somebody important to them, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. The yeah. only reason that Trump's fake news kind of rhetoric gets as much traction as it does is because there are scenarios to point at like this, where the these news organizations did not act as news organizations. Yeah, yeah. it does help his cause that they, they do stupid things like this. And I would point out that within with one fairly notable exception that really didn't get a lot of attention, Trump's never been accused of anything but being a tomcat. I mean, he likes to he likes to uh, you know uh, bang hot chicks. Pardon the frank talk, folks. Um, that's his thing. It's always been true. His thing. And if Harvey Weinstein, he's not a, a rapist. Again, Harvey, with one notable exception. If Harvey Weinstein was Weinstein was having uh, affairs, that wouldn't have been much of a news story for NBC to run. Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I got your name wrong, rapist. Allegedly, right. And I'm um, sorry, you're trying to make a point, and I was making one of my silly, silly jokes. Yeah, well, if Harvey was just having affairs right. with younger women, not his wife, Please. it wouldn't have been quite the story as, you know, you, you raped him or pushed him in the corner and do your thing into the potted plant, which is really <laughs> stuck out in my mind. As Again, a- it's bad manners, it's bad horticulture. <laughs> mm. Really, sunlight and water is all you need. <laughs> now, be- now, final you thoughts go. with... Armstrong and Getty! I don't know if you've read up on photosynthesis, but it doesn't involve that at all. Here's your host, Plants Joe Getty. have their own seeds. <laughs> oh, hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap things up. Michelangelo, what's your final thought? All right, the young generation that has grown up with the Internet needs to learn how to read books, watch VHS tapes, go to a library, and walk to school, and only then will I respect them. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Uh, Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? I just want to let you critics know that I have heard broadcast reports unmanned drones are out of control in some suburban neighborhoods. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh, positive, Sean, do you have a final thought for yeah, us? Yeah, I was looking for more juicy stuff from this 10 things I never knew about Las Vegas until I ran a High Roller Suite article, but there's this one nugget that I'll share with you. As one of the casino's oldest guests, also one of the only high-rolling women, one of her favorite pastimes is asking the butlers to dress up in pajamas, crawl into bed next to her, and read her bedtime stories. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> Jack, what do you like to have your butler do? Do you have a final thought? As I mentioned earlier in the show, the end of Labor Day means the end of summer, and we're into serious season. Put away your jet ski and your tank tops and your sunglasses. Let's get serious about the world now. I, I can't wear sunglasses? <laughs> My final thought no, is... I want you to be squinting. <laughs> Everyone's it's time squint. to get serious. Wow. You're a weird sort of drill sergeant type, aren't you? My final thought is my dog, Baxter, is very smart. He's a complicated fellow, and he has many, many like facial expressions and, and eye moves and stuff like that. 
And it's starting to make me paranoid. I think he's disdainful of me. <laughs> I think he's looking down his snout at me at times. I can't believe this is my owner. I think he rolls his eyes. I can't believe I have to live the next five, 35 years. Oh, you're telling me what to do? With this guy. Oh, you're geez. in charge? Who, who voted for that? Oh you, want, oh, you want me to watch what I eat? Oh, okay. Oh, Take, uh, taking orders from the guy who doesn't even seem to care that there's lizards in the backyard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Click on a clickety-clicks or drop us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.